Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. It is Food for Thought Friday. So glad that you're with us. Love sharing some nuggets of wisdom that God has spoken to me uh, this week, whether it's through my quiet time reading the Bible, whether it's through a devotional book that I'm reading, uh, maybe it's through a conversation with somebody or a podcast or uh, a sermon that I've listened to, or maybe something on social media. So I love how God loves to speak to his kids and hope that maybe uh, some of these things I share today will be a source of encouragement to you to bring hope to your heart and your soul. I saw this quote, uh, I'm not sure who wrote this, but it says, when someone is broken, don't try to fix them. You can't. (laughs) Uh, I've been guilty of that, thinking that uh, I'm the Savior, and yet, um, friends, I want to remind you that Jesus is the Savior. Yes, we can come alongside people, and we can definitely comfort them, encourage them, but we also want to remind some of the people like myself that sometimes can uh, get into feeling like they have to do everything to help people when they're broken. Um, We can't do that, friends. Uh, Only Jesus is the Savior and the ultimate healer. So I know somebody listening or watching on our YouTube channel that today uh, you needed to hear that. So just remember when someone is broken that we shouldn't try to fix them, but also realize that we're not the healer. Jesus is too. Another quote says, when someone is hurting, don't attempt to take away their pain. You can't. And that is so true, too, friends. But the thing that I would say, um, one, is let them allow them to express that pain. Um, and the biggest thing is just being a listener. Uh, you've heard me talk about that a lot off and on over the past year, but it's just true. Um, people uh, don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. And in our culture today, I just think uh, – Listing is a lost art. It's a lost. It's a skill now. <laughs> Didn't think it was a skill growing up, but now uh, uh, I know that it is a skill, and we have to be intentional about it. But if someone's hurting, uh, don't feel like you have to have the answer. Sometimes that's the reason we avoid reaching out to people because we're like, I don't know what to say. And I want to remind you, you don't need to have the answers. Um, you know, people are not going to remember necessarily what you said. They'll just remember that uh, you reached out and that you cared. And sometimes I'm mean, really, really busy and uh, lots of meetings and so many people that I care about and love and trying to help that sometimes I just got lays in my heart and I just send a quick text, just uh, checking in, thinking about you, praying for you. How are you? And that means the world to me when somebody does that for me. And maybe you could do that, too, to somebody um, that, you know, is going through a tough season of life. Uh I do love that it says that you know one of the ways that we do instead of trying to take away people's pain is we love them by walking beside them in their hurt. And that can be just asking somebody to share a meal or maybe watch a ball game, go see a movie even. So maybe there's not any talking or listening involved. It's just letting that person know somebody else cares and uh, watching a movie together. I think uh, there's just some ways that we can do that to walk besides people. And the big thing uh, that I think is just so huge is that because sometimes what people need is simply to know they aren't alone. Wow, that's so powerful. I want to say it again. Because sometimes what people need is simply to know they are not alone. And friends, I know that uh, 48% of our population is either single or divorced or widowed. 
In other words, those three uh, seasons of life, singleness by choice, uh, divorced, uh, widowed, that, you know, people, they're, they're physically alone. Um, and yet I also know there's people that are married, okay? They're not in one of that 48% category, but they, um, they, they feel alone. They're not physically alone, but mentally and emotionally they're alone. And that's why it is so important to uh, re be reminded as a follower of Jesus that you have the Trinity. You have God the Father, you have Jesus the Son, and you have the Comforter, the Counselor, the Holy Spirit that Jesus said that he would leave. But the thing also is that God created us to love one another, to need each other, had to be careful about putting others in front of him, right? But I think the thing that I'm learning is that Jesus asked Peter, James, and John to go with him before he went to the Garden of Gethsemane to pray, right before he knew that he was going to be arrested and start that walk to the cross. And if Jesus needed Peter, James, and John, like we talked about uh, earlier this week, uh, I believe it was Monday, it might have been Tuesday's program on Hope is Here, but uh, Jesus modeled that we all uh, need to do life with others and uh, just make sure you're helping people and, and walking beside them, especially during a tough season of life. And if you can't physically spend time, at least just check on them. I love this quote I saw recently. It says, our hope is not in the new year, but in the one who makes all things new. And it's so true, friends. The calendar changes, and it is a great, quote, mental fresh start in a way just to kind of physically and mentally leave things in the rearview mirror, leave it behind in 2023. But it's not just because the calendar year changed. It's because Jesus says, hey, I, behold, I can make all things new. I love that he's doing that, that Jesus is doing that every day, and that the Bible tells us his mercies are new every morning, and that great is God's faithfulness, friends. And so know today you got a fresh start, a fresh 24 hours, and just say, God, show me where you're working today and help me to join in it. It might be to be a blessing to somebody else. Even in your pain, your suffering, disappointment, friends, there's always somebody that has it worse than we do. I've seen that play out in my life over and over again. And I'm so thankful that when I'm able to mature in my faith and grow in my faith, and I hope that's all of our prayer and desire and for you goal setters that say, you know, I want Jesus to increase and for me to decrease. Proverbs 11.25, one of my favorites, says, those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. And I just want to encourage you to just to say, hey, how are you doing? You know, check on somebody, even when you're hurting. We can always think of somebody as it worse. And i got a couple guys that I mentor, and, uh, man, I love doing that and helping them and coaching them uh, through life, especially on that spiritual box that we all have a God-sized shape hole in all of us. But two of the guys I'm so blessed by because almost every time before we meet or talk um, is uh, they will ask, you know, man, how are you doing? And really mean it. Or they'll ask a question about something maybe I've shared the week before. And even though you know 90% of our time is about them, and that's why a part of the Hope is Here ministry on top of this radio program. But you know what? That 10% where they ask me and say, hey, how can I pray for you, Greg? And then maybe even ask me about it the following week or two weeks later when we get together is such a blessing to me. And so be reminded of that today. I love this quote by Lisa Turkhurst that I saw earlier this week. It says, it takes just as much energy 
to stay bitter as it does to walk the path of forgiveness. Wow, that's so good. I want to read that one more time. Lisa Turkhurst said, It takes just as much energy to stay bitter as it does to walk the path of forgiveness. My good friend Roy Stewart always shares this quote. Uh, he shared it many years ago, but uh, occasionally, I, uh, every time I hear it, I think of him. He says, you know, when you have bitterness in your heart, it's like drinking poison, but expecting the other person to die. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, you have to laugh about that because it's so true. Uh, it's so blunt. It splatters, right? I mean, my goodness. But it's true. And I've been there before. You know, when we have bitterness in our heart, it's like drinking poison, but expecting the other person to die, to them to suffer. And yet the enemy loves to have us get bitter at people. And we get hurt, and we get offended, and we get wounded. And I want to remind you, friends, that Jesus said, forgive so that you will be forgiven. Oh, my goodness, I've had to be forgiven so many times in my life. And I know you have too, friends. We all have. We all fall short of the glory of God. Yet our desire is to grow more in relationship with Him. And now that relationship, it's not about keeping uh, the Ten Commandments, but it's because we love God. We want to honor Him. And it's a joy to honor those and to just be God-honoring with the words that we say, our thoughts, the way we spend our money. And I just want to encourage you today, maybe kind of do a heart check and evaluate, are my, are my words, is my mouth, uh, is God-honoring? Because I tell you, I see a lot of people that are followers of Jesus that can be very critical and negative. And I have to be careful. I can get guilty of it. And you have to be careful, friends, watching the news all the time and even, uh, you know, uh, faith-based news networks and channels and stuff and people. Uh, we have to be careful sometimes. We can get uh, in, in a real critical spirit. And the old saying we were kids, it is true uh, when I was a little boy as it is now in my 50s, okay, that if you can't say something nice, <laughs> don't say anything at all. In Proverbs, it says, the fruit of the tongue, that life and death is in the power of the tongue. In other words, the words that we say, there's the power of life and death. And are your words giving life to your heart and soul and to others, or are they bringing death? by being negative and critical. And so I just want to encourage you maybe to evaluate the words that you're speaking today. And you know what? Uh, we all have a conversation going on with ourselves every day, usually every hour, sometimes several minutes an hour. And uh, I want to remind you that you can control that conversation, okay? If you start hearing thoughts like I'm negative, uh, negative thoughts like I'm stupid, I'm ugly, I can never do anything right, You'll never lose weight. You'll never save money. You'll never be married. You'll never be able to retire. All those things, those are lies straight from the pit of hell, friends. And so I want to encourage you to be kind and gentle to yourself with the words that you speak and to others. I love uh, Toby Mac, Speak Life. Uh, he has these great quotes that he has that he posts on different forms of social media. And the one I saw recently really spoke to me. It said, Jesus leaving the 99 to find the one seems crazy until you are that one. <laughs> Can I get an amen on that? Jesus leaving the 99 to find one seems crazy until you are that one. 
So, friends, I just got to remind you that, you know, we've all been far from God at times. And, uh, man, we just need to love others where they're at, not where they could be, not where they should be, but exactly where they are. And be like Jesus. Have your arms wide open. Now, don't get me wrong. If there's people that are suffering from really unhealthy things, addiction stuff, there comes a point where you may have to put in boundaries because then you become an enabler. So please don't misunderstand me. It's not about people continually walking over you or taking advantage of you or continually giving people money and they never pay you back. No, no, no. Not, not saying that at all in any form or fashion. But I also just want to encourage you to uh, just remember that Jesus went after the one and that you may be that one today. And I want you to know that uh, Jesus is not mad at you. He's mad about you. He wants to have a relationship with you. He wants to do life with you. He wants to be not only your Savior, okay? He wants to be the Lord of your life. And maybe today you want to rededicate your life and invite him to do that. little practical tip here financially to help you as we uh, wrap up today's Hope is Here. Love this uh, statement by Dave Ramsey. Uh, it's actually a fact. You want to know how to waste $5,000 a year? Spend $13.70 on things you don't need. Ouch. Oh, that's good. I know some of you are like, what did he say? You want to know how to waste $5,000 a year? Spend $13.70 per day on things you don't need. You know, one of the simple things I've been trying to do if I eat out, uh, trying to get water more often instead of paying, you know, for a soft drink or tea or whatever and those things. Don't do it all the time, so please don't judge me if you see me out at a restaurant, okay? Those are treats, but trying to drink water more and trying to do things like maybe eat at home or take uh, my lunch to, to work. So all those things can help, friends. If you save $13.70 a day, you'll save $5,000 a year. We're out of time. Thanks for joining us. Hope to see you next week. My name's Greg Horn, and this is Hope is here. Thank you for listening to Hope is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. Did you know that Hope is Here is also available on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter? You can find all of these at Hope is Here Lex. Also, check out the daily one-minute Cup of Hope, available on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That helps you Keep your cup hopeful. To find out more information, go to our website, www.hopeisheretoday.org. That's www.hopeisheretoday.org.